0: Welcome to episode 368 of So You Want to Be a Writer, the podcast about the world of writing and publishing. My name's Valerie Koo, and I'm your co-host and CEO of the Australian Writers Centre, where you'll find courses and a wonderfully supportive writing community. I usually co-host this podcast every week with my partner in crime, Alison Tate, also known as A.L. Tate, author of The Firestar, A Maven and Reeve Mystery. That's her latest book, but she's got countless others. But I am without the wonderful Alison in this in between episode. This week, we've got a special treat. In our recent podcast survey, and thank you to everyone who completed it, you told us that you love our Writer in Residence segment. So today, we have a bonus Writer in Residence for you. Esther Krogdahl is the author of Grumbelina, a gorgeous picture book about a little girl who turns into, well, a bit of a monster. (laughs) As well as being a published picture book writer, Esther works in the world of video games, which I find just fascinating. With her writing and project management skills, she helps to bring video games to life. So she's not only a writer of picture books, she's a writer for gaming. So here's our chat with Esther Krogdahl. Thanks so much for joining us today, Esther. Hi, no worries. You've written this gorgeous picture book, Grumbleina. I mean, already just the title <laughs> uh, got me in, but it's it's a gorgeous story and beautifully illustrated by Alexandra Smith. Um, so, just before we get launched into this chat, because I, I I think you've got a really interesting background. Uh, tell us what the book is about. It's a picture book, so tell us what the book's about.
1: It is, um, yeah, so it's about a little girl called Hazel um, and when she turns three and a half, she starts to have some pretty big emotions um, and she turns into a little bit of a monster. <laughs> so her parents her parents ride it out and have a little bit of a laugh on the way um, because Grumbelina really has some quite outrageous demands. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's just a little rhyming story about Hazel and her transformation.
0: Now this is your first published picture book, is that right? That's right. Yep. So when did you write it, and what inspired you to write it?
1: I wrote it probably close to two years ago now, mm. um, when I was living in New Zealand, uh, and it was inspired by my own daughter. Um, and when she turned three and a half, she really, uh, like uh became a little bit difficult, shall we say, um, and. I was we were living away from family at the time so we were quite isolated and so we sort of I guess I used the opportunity to to look on the bright side um, and have a bit of a laugh about it um, and and get through that
0: time with Hazel being a bit of a grump. Now had you always wanted to write picture books like is there a particular love for picture books that you have or was just this story that you just kind of wrote and it ended up being a picture book?
1: Yeah, sort of the latter, I guess. Um, Mm. But being a mum of a young uh, daughter, you read a lot of picture books, lots and lots and lots. Um, And I guess I was quite critical of a lot of them. You know, I was Mm -hmm. thinking, wow, how did this get published? Or, you know, I could do better than this. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was part of the driver as well. So Mm -hmm. I just thought,
0: well, why not? I'll give it a crack. Um, Yeah, and it turned out quite well. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in your day job or in your other life, mm-hmm. um, just tell us a little bit about what you do in your other life, <laughs> okay. your regular life. My,
1: my, Yeah, my regular working life, mm-hmm. my day job, shall we say. Yes. Um, so, uh, I work for a games development company
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and so I am a product owner, which is essentially like a project manager. Um, for software engineering projects in games.
0: What does that mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, so I guess I manage a portfolio of projects that are related to uh, enhancements to existing games or making new games. Um, and I work with software engineers uh, to kind of understand what um, and design the games, and then actually build them, and roll them out to uh, people in the public.
0: So you're involved in the um, the conceptually, um, uh, uh, you know, the, the 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 actual story or the journey that the characters in the game potentially go on. Are you involved at that level? Are you involved in the development of the characters and stuff like that? Sometimes, yeah. So,
1: um, mostly I play more of a project management type role and managing the team, but I have been uh, a writer or a designer on different projects. Uh, and in those cases, um, usually I will write things like missions. Um, so, you know, a, a character's journey through through the game um, or through different levels of the game. Sometimes just uh, character dialogue that's used in the game and um bios and such so you know a little bit of world building or character building um for the game
0: Hmm. now i'm fascinated by this so did you were you a gamer and you wanted to get into this field or did you stumble on it by accident and ended up being in games
1: yeah so i am a gamer Hmm. uh and i um, i think that was definitely a driver i was i was already writing my own books and also gaming and then i had this real light bulb moment um, and i thought well why not try and combine those two uh, and that's that's what i did and yeah it's really been go from there it's been fantastic that's how I got into games essentially Uh, because it's quite hard to break into that market even with software uh, engineering experience it's really its own thing because games are a real mixture of creative and art and design Mm. um, and engineering so I was very lucky to get in
0: Yes, yeah, so you obviously enjoy writing because you said you were writing your own books. And you know, you've got Grumbelina Now, what are the parallels or similarities between writing books and writing for games? Um,
1: I mean, I guess the game games are so vast in terms of their 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 types. Um, so, quite often, a game might have very little writing in it. Uh, Mm. and so that, you know, you can't compare that at at all to writing a story. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I guess it's that world building and it's being able to, to kind of get the point across, um, or get, you know, the plot across or the characters feelings across in quite a short period of time, I guess. Mm. Um, that's always challenging. Um.
0: And if yeah. you have, when you say that sometimes you've written missions for the characters mm-hmm. uh, and the journey that they go on and stuff like that, how do you actually do that? Do you just dream it in your head, or do you? Is it lengthy enough that you need to write it down? Because there's a, you know, I I, I, I don't know very much about games myself, so so you know, is it something that's hefty enough that you you do write essentially a little story for this character?
1: Yeah, it really depends on the game, but generally there's a lot of uh, restrictions and parameters kind of already in place. Mm. So you're either using um, an existing kind of mission writing tool set uh, and they'll, that will come with, you know, a standard sort of length that you're aiming for um, and, you know, some rewards that need to be, to be found in that game or, or that um, – that mission or earned in that mission. So you're not sort of starting from nothing. Mm. Um, you do have a bunch of, of kind of parameters and a very loose sort of script or starting and ending point at least. Mm. Um, but everything in between is, is if you're lucky, is completely up to you. Uh, mm. But obviously, again, you know, the, the game characters are usually already defined Uh, They have strong, strong attributes and personalities.
0: So you have to try and um, write with that in mind. Mm. Have you found it really satisfying and rewarding in that has it satisfied that obviously the creative urge that you have to write books, has it satisfied it to the same degree or, or is it kind of like a nice placeholder while you also pursue books but you get to kind of do this fun thing with games on the side?
1: I think games are probably more satisfying. <gasps> really? Um, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Tell me why. It's, it's, a, it's a collaboration, right? It's a group right. effort. It's something that brings a lot of different people together to create something uh-huh. um, and then you, you, you know, you really get to experience it at the end Um, And even – and I think because so many people are involved, your experience of it in the end is like, you know, it's unique and you can still really enjoy that. Mm. I find with my own personal writing, um, novels in particular, you're never quite happy with it. You know, it's a real soul effort. So, you're always a a lot more critical than you would be of other people's work Um, and – because you're so embedded in it and you're doing it end-to-end yourself. Mm. um, I don't think you kind of get that magic at the end of, oh, I'm done and I'm going to read that whole thing and and kind of be proud of it. You're always sort of nitpicking a little bit um, and relying on other people's impression of it more than your own to see how good it is.
0: Mm. How does one learn to write for games or write character arcs for games? do you think? I, I mean, you know, there's plenty of, of
1: courses on, on that subject, but mm. I am just self, self-taught. self mm. uh, So, I ended up uh, offering writing services for games for free or for mm. very little when I started getting into the industry. Right. Uh, I was just doing it sort of freelance part-time.
0: Um, and You must have really wanted to get into it.
1: Yes, I was, so when I was on maternity leave with with my daughter, um, I'm just one of these people that likes to be busy mm. and when you have a, a small baby that needs to nap constantly and you've got to be at home, you know, I was just climbing the walls. So, <laughs> I ended up really using that as a motivator to start looking into it and, um, yeah, and getting into studios that way. But really, it was just trial and error. Yes. And then once I was in some bigger studios working alongside other um, designers, you know, I just learnt a lot from them.
0: Mm. And did studios give it a go when you offered to write for free or or, uh, or low um, cost? Uh, what was the general response from studios? Um,
1: well, it was a bit of a sort of scattergun effect um, or – I went for when I was applying, so applied to lots and lots of studios and heard very little back. Mm. Um, but three or four studios were interested and took me on, mm. uh, because the smaller studios generally cannot afford you know, a full-time or even a part-time writer. It's generally, you know, either an artist or a developer that picks up that role and is not necessarily particularly good at it or um, likes doing it. So, yeah, they were happy to have me on board for that stuff.
0: Mm. So let's come back to Grumbelina. It is, as we've mentioned, a picture book, so it's short, but picture books are deceptively simple. A lot actually goes into a picture book. Uh, Well, more than people think. Um, Just give us a bit of an idea of, um, you know, when you had this idea, how long did it then take you to write and what you did then? Like, you know, lots of people have ideas, lots of people write their first draft, but they don't necessarily take the next step. So talk us through that journey.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I pretty much wrote Grumbelina in a weekend. Uh because it was just sort of a story that just wanted to come out of me and I hadn't mm. I hadn't written um, any other children's stories before. Uh, but yeah, obviously I was very inspired by my daughter at that particular weekend, <laughs> and I ended up just sitting down at a cafe and and writing this story. Wow. Uh, yeah, And the first thing I did after that was I shared it with friends and especially other, parents of children of the similar age so Mm -hmm. I was working uh, in a studio in New Zealand at that stage so I took it to work I handed it around to a couple of different people and said oh I'd love your feedback Uh, and the feedback was generally pretty good there was a few little tweaks here and there that I I think I ended up implementing Mm -hmm. but after I got uh you know a lot of positive feedback from people. I thought, okay, cool. This is something that you know, people really like. Uh, and I started looking into what publishers were around in New Zealand uh, and what the submission process was. So, so yeah, I got, I got together a bit of a submission, which is not just the manuscript itself, but a little bit of a pitch, I guess, mm. or an overview of the story and myself and kind of what I had to offer. And then I flicked that off, and I think it was about six to nine months later. I I received a call from Hatchet from that submission. Wow. <laughs> yeah it took a while so did you forget
0: in the meantime <laughs> yeah yeah
1: it's sort of like iron irons in the fire you know get irons in the fire and then pretty much just forget about them mm. and then if you if you get a call back then that's amazing mm. I was over the moon of course and I yeah. still feel extremely lucky
0: and so when they called you was it oh look we might be interested or or was it oh we'd like to publish this
1: Might be interested, I guess. Yeah. So um, they wanted to know if the book was still available, Mm -hmm. and uh, or whether it had been picked up elsewhere. And then when I said no, it is available, we had a number of discussions over a number of weeks then about what that might look like, Um, and they had a bunch of questions for me. And so.
0: What's the grand master plan now? Continue to write for games or, you know, have a parallel career? What, what's the plan? The plan is
1: to keep my day job, which uh, if I if I get to write for any of the games that I work on or design, that's a real bonus. Uh, but actually my day job is more around project management and management of people than it is uh, being creatively involved in games these days. Mm. Uh, and certainly that pays a little bit better. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, as my side hustle, I guess I would just love to keep writing. Yes. I'm writing some other children's stories and hope to continue to work with Hatchet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you know, I have some some novels that I would like to work on as well, but they've taken a bit of a backseat these days.
0: Well, but are they for I'll children or for yeah, or for adults? For adults, yeah. Right, okay, brilliant. Okay, wonderful. Well, congratulations on Grumbelina. This is the point that I usually ask people, their top three writing tips. And, And, you know, obviously this is a picture book, but we so rarely get somebody who writes for games on the podcast. So I would really love to hear your top three writing tips. For people who are interested in writing for games, what might they do? I'd say
1: number one would be you know offer offer your services for free uh, as I said before there's there's a lot of studios that really can't afford to pay a writer and if you're offering your service for free you get the chance to upskill yourself um, and actually get some something on your resume so don't be afraid to to carve out some time to offer your time for free. Mm-hmm. I'd say don't give up uh, and hit as many many studios and opportunities as you possibly can Um, because, you know, with any kind of writing submissions, you're going to be very lucky to get a call back. So Mm -hmm. don't give up and and try as many opportunities as you can. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a third I'd probably say is don't, don't do it for the money or the fame or the <laughs> – yeah, it's quite often um, game writing jobs don't pay very well but they're extremely rewarding so mm. keep that
0: in mind um, as well. Okay. They're, I mean they're great tips on how to get into the gaming industry and I love them but I'm not going to let you off the hook just yet because what would be a couple of extra tips on the actual process of writing for games? you know, to improve those skills?
1: Yeah, I think it's just trial and error. As I say, you know, games are so broad. There's so many different types of games from simple, you know, hyper-casual mobile games to real epic open-world games that you might write for, you know, a platform like PlayStation. Mm. So it's just there's so much to learn there. Mm -hmm. Um, so really you're going to learn best by, by doing, um, don't be afraid to, to write sample scripts, for example, um, Mm. you know, make up your own game idea and write some scripts so that you can use that, uh, as examples. If you're trying to submit somewhere, ultimately you want to, you want to build on your resume because that's, what's going to give you a job.
0: Yep. Brilliant. All right. Um, Grumbelina is out now. I think it's a gorgeous book. I think my partner thinks it's written about me, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, or, or me at three. Uh, and thank you so much for your time today, Esther. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed listening to Esther Grumbelina, which is gorgeous, is out now with Hachette. I think it's really going to appeal to any parent who needs to have a bit of a laugh about a tantrum toddler. And of course, kids are going to love it too. If you'd like to publish your own picture book, check out our course, Writing Picture Books. That's what Shelley Unwin did. And she has now published several successful picture books, including the popular Your One series. Here's what Shelley has to say about her journey to being a full-time writer. This podcast is brought to you by the Australian Writers' Centre and our course, Writing Picture Books. If you'd love to create your own picture book, our popular five-week course in writing picture books will show you how. Learn online and discover what you need to know about point of view, structure and pace, as well as language and rhythm, finding the right voice, working with illustrations, publishing options and much more. You'll also receive personalised feedback from your tutor on your writing. Let's hear from Shelley Unwin.
2: My name's Shelley Unwin. I'm a children's author, which is a really lovely thing to finally be able to say. I've just released my first series of books, which is the Your Five series, which are five um, books for children who are one, two, three, four, and five. I started um, writing when my second child was about um, three months old, Um, and so I was a stay at home mum. I had a two and a half year old and a newborn baby. Um, And I had been in a corporate job before, I had the children, and was wondering what I was going to do with myself. And I was reading to my daughter one night and just suddenly I knew. I decided to do a course almost immediately, as soon as I decided what I wanted to do. Through the course at the Australian Writers' Centre, I discovered so much about um, structuring picture books The tutor there had such an amazing knowledge. Um, She'd worked in the industry for years and years. If it hadn't been for the course, I'd probably have been submitting really fairly poor manuscripts to publishers and been wondering why nothing was sticking. If I was gonna recommend a course at the Australian Writers' Centre, I would really urge them to get on and do it straight away because I think that that what you learn at the beginning can really make a huge impact on your writing and knowledge is power. It will impact what you write and how you write and only for the better because the, the courses there are so good. Um, so I would say definitely it will put you in good stead to, to understand the craft and, and help you and then and then you've got the foundation to make your ideas really work.
0: Find out more at writerscentre.com.au picturebooks.
2: Thanks for listening
0: to this bonus Writer in Residence of So You Want to Be a Writer. If you want more details about the podcast and a wealth of writing resources and courses, go to, so you want to be a writer.com.au. This podcast is brought to you by the Australian Writers' Centre. Connect with us on social media at writerscentre.com. AU on Twitter and Instagram, and join our free podcast listener community on Facebook. Just search for So You Want to Be a Writer podcast community and request to join. Both Alison and I will be back to our regular programming in your next episode. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to chatting to you again next time.